welcome to today's episode of Women's Football Success. I'm your host, Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington, and so funny, um, I wish you guys were here to smell this because I'm actually recording at home, and my daughter burnt a pizza. It just smells like burnt crust in here, so um, I'm not feeling too good today. I kind of have a scratchy voice, sore throat, so I'm going to get through this as well as possible. Today, I'm going to talk about a couple different things. I'm going to talk about, um, obviously, uh, a few more tryouts that are going on in the WFA. This is not an all-inclusive list. Um, I get the as many of them as I possibly can put on there um, for women's football success, and then I share them with you guys on the radio show. I'm also going to talk about um, a calendar um, of what you should be doing now in November as owners and as players. So I'm going to do two kind of separate things there or kind of intertwine what, what the players should be doing in November, what the play, what the owners should be doing in November. So I'm going to talk about that. And then if we have any more time, I will talk about some more fun stuff. There's a lot going on in women's football right now uh, behind the scenes. So even though you you know that's it's been a little quiet in different areas, things are happening behind the scenes, and people are just kind of keeping quiet to see what happens in the next couple weeks. So, um, so again, this is Lynn Marie Liberty Ellington, episode two oh oh seven, two oh oh seven should be, and my disclaimer is that I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney licensed to practice law in the state of Arkansas. All the information that I put on this radio show or the webinars or social media, that is all business information. It is not legal advice. So I'm not your attorney. If you have an issue that uh, requires legal attention, um, go see an, see an attorney who has experience in the type of law you need. With that being said, let's get to it. I'm going to go over, where do I want to go? First, I'm going to go over here. Of course, I bumped out of it and tell you. So real quick, I'm going to share with you the Utah Blitz are having tryouts um, this weekend. Let me pull it up. They're having a free camp with Coach Terrence Pohl, and it's for women 18 years and older. Remember, that's 18 years and older by April sixth ish i um that's when our uh, season usually starts in the wfa they're having a tryout on november 10th from 1 p.m to 3 p.m at the utah sports lodge that's at 12436 south 3670 west riverton utah that's a big address um they want you to know that you can get more information from the utblitz.com for the Utah Blitz or 801-209-1183. You guys can um, connect with them and see if there's any more information that they can give you. Um, I wanted to get that one first. And then um, over here. I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, we actually um, started the Women's Football Success Facebook group, and we have a bunch of people 
um, trying to get in right now. We have people waiting to join. My doggy just came and joined me. This is my bagel. Oh, hold on just a second. She's going to get mad if she doesn't get popcorn. Hold on just a second. <laughs> hold on. Okay, we got her taken care of. <laughs> so funny. Um, let's see here. So I'm going to share with you guys a couple things that I just posted. So the New York Wolves are having their tryout November 10th as well, but theirs is 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Registration starts at 2.30. It's at the John J. Burns Park, 4990 Mer Merrick Road. I'm not even going to say the name of the town. There's a $25 tryout fee, and it's $20 if you do an advanced registration online at www.newyorkwolves.com. Okay. I also wanted to share with you the Houston Power updated. Um, they set it up in September and October open tryouts. So they updated their flyer. They now have a November open practice flyer up. So they do their tryouts in an open practice format as opposed to an official tryout. And that's going to be held at Tom Bass Park. Okay, hold on. I got this. So on Sundays, it's gonna the practices are gonna be from six p.m. or sorry, from four p.m. to six p.m. at Tom Bass Park in Houston. If you want to go to open practices on Saturdays, they're from twelve noon to two. So what they're trying to do is trying to give a couple choices days and Saturday day, Sunday evening um, for people that are interested in coming out and doing that open practice. They do it more in an open exercise practice format. Let's see. I also posted this video. I'm not sure if I posted it before, but it's the Pittsburgh Passion. They actually put out a video of what their tryouts look like. And um, I thought it was neat because um, it looks very similar to what we do um, at the Dallas Elite. Um, some of our first posts on here were about um, the Dallas Elite tryouts. And I'll be putting some more live stuff up there coming this week. Uh, the DC Divas um, are already making moves and getting ready for the 2020 season. They're getting sponsors already. It's called, their sponsor called Team Builder. Um, so they um, posted about their uh, sponsorship for, or their, I don't know if it's their first sponsorship, so I don't want to say that. But they posted um, that the sponsorship is new to them. Um, here in the last week. I also am sharing Mile High Blaze tryouts. They're having another tryout November 10th as well. One to four, Montbello Field in Denver. That's 15555 East 53rd Avenue. Shout out to Denver. They say bring water slash protein wear cleats, and it's a $20 tryout fee. If you have any more information, you can talk to Wynn and her staff at 303-993-9945. With that being said, hold on, let me get one more. We also have the Phoenix Phantoms. Shout out to the Phoenix Phantoms. I got your back. I uh, reposted their thing. They wanted that up there today because they're having a tryout on November 17th, so about two weeks from now. 
at 9 a.m. at Pecos Park in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, field number seven, it's a $20 fee. And you can learn more either through Facebook, Instagram, or go to their uh, Gmail account and send them a message. Carolina Phoenix are having tryouts November 23rd. Um, they have a, they, they call it a meeting. Um, next meeting, November 23rd, 9 a.m., information will be sent. So what you'll want to do is go to www.thecarolinaphoenix.com, click the Join Us tab, and fill out the information on there, and then they will send you the details. Um, some teams do it that way because they really want it um, keep it um, close to the vest. Another one is the Bayou Storm Surge down there in Louisiana. The 2020 season, they uh, walk-ons accepted at every tryout or every practice. You have what it takes. So you can go to their um, practice, any other practices, and uh, be able to get information or join. The phone number is 414-414-4646 or email the Louisiana, not the, Louisiana Bayou Storm Surge at Outlook.com. Okay. That is, um, oh, the Sabercats, the Memphis Sabercats. I don't think I talked about them last week when we were on the radio show. The Memphis Sabercats are having tryouts right now. They have their last tryout November 9th, so in a couple days. And they have a video going here um, on their site. Let me see here. You'll have to go to their website to be able to see that the best. Um, but it's November 9th. And I can't read. At East High Field 3206. Poplar Avenue, Memphis. From 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Okay. And then the Seattle Spartans have open tryouts. It's $15 training fee. So the way they do theirs is very similar to what I was talking about with um, Houston. Um, but November 9th, which is this weekend, they're having one from 9 a.m. to 11, 9 a.m. to noon for the Seattle Spartans. So you can go check them out. Um. The Austin Outlaws are having their next tryout on November 16th, and you'll go to their Facebook page. All their information is on the Austin Outlaws Women's Football Facebook page. I think that's it. Hold on. Iowa Phoenix, they have their uh, next tryout is November 9th as well at 5 p.m. They still have not posted a location. So you'll want to get with them 
email them at info at iowaphoenixfootball.com um, to get the details of where that um, tryout is going to be. So super, super things happening in women's football. A lot of teams um, getting out there and getting those tryouts set. I had reached out to some of the teams that had tryouts before our last radio show and because I wanted to kind of get an update of how um, how things happened or how things were going. Um, most of the teams are getting ready to have another tryout, so I will post those as they um, get the information to me to communicate to you. Okay? I'm... I got to tell you, my throat is hurting bad today. It really, really is sore. So what I want to share with you guys next. So for those of you guys that have made the team or those team owners that have started a team, what should you be doing now? Right? Okay. So I'm going to go over here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start with off season. Um, so I'm going to go through um, September and October. So if you guys um, want to get a pad of paper and pen or stop the audio and go get it and then come back, that's fine too. I'm going to share with you what you should be doing, what you should have already done, um, and then see about how we can get you guys caught up on these things. So I'm going to go through from a... Let's do from an owner first because that's a foundational piece as opposed to starting with the players and then going back and telling you, oh, well, you should be practicing on getting ready for a tryout and then telling you, oh, by the way, you should set up a tryout. So I'm going to start with owners first. I'm going to um, kind of go through my calendar up till today, November 6th, um, and then... Um, you guys will be on task or um, just have the information. I don't expect you guys to do everything the way I do it. Um, I just, this is, I'm a planner and this is how I've done it. And it works for me each year we go through. So it's not like I'm, I go off the same thing every year, no matter what. I go off of everything. And then at the end of the year, we evaluate how did this go or how did that go? And sometimes not even at the end of the year, for example, at tryouts. At the end of the tryout, when we're discussing the players and stuff, we'll talk about, oh, well, this this went really well. I think we should have done this all along, so we'll add it in. Or we'll say, you know, this this uh, exercise or this tryout component just is not getting us the information we want to. Let's change it to this exercise, and we can do that. And that's happened before, so that's why I'm so, that's why we're, we do the exercises we do now, because some the ones that worked didn't give us the information we wanted. But anyways, so let's talk about what should have happened so far for your women's football team. Uh, right now, from an owner standpoint, um, tryouts should be happening. Um, you need to have at least five tryouts, um, especially if you're a new team. Sometimes you need to do seven or eight or nine tryouts, but you want to get them started early. If you have not started tryouts and it's November 6th, you are behind the curve. Okay, you want to have five tryouts before um, the end of December. For somebody that's starting out right now, you need to pump out some tryouts probably like every other week from now until Christmas. Okay, 
if you have not started. Um, you want to be promoting those tryouts, and if you're an owner um, and you're part, you should be part of the WFA owners page. It's a, a locked, closed uh, group, and if you're an owner, you should be part of that page, and I actually am posting stuff on there about how we get ready and promote our tryouts, and so all that information is there for you guys. Um, we always update the uh, website with new dates. So if you have a website and it still shows August or uh, July of 2019, you need to get that updated. It should be updated now, um, especially by November. We usually update it by August. Um, we'll, we'll flip it over. We, we um, typically will have the championship weekend and then we'll wait two to three weeks. We, we typically don't work the... The month of August and the month of December, but um, but the month of August we typically leave the um, leave the website alone, and then in at the end of August we update all of the dates on it. Switch everything to 2020 or whatever. Um, you also need to create some off-season team workouts. There's going to be some players and veterans too, but also new players as you go through your tryouts that want to get started. They they have you know they're excited. They made the team and they they want to um, do something. So um, setting up off season workouts also builds. Uh, it's a team building thing, um, and then uh, they can get to know each other and, and learn about each other as well. So. Those things should have already happened. But if not, write them down on your list. You're going to have a longer list. Um, you want to make sure that you get the off-season workouts published or out to your players that you already know are coming back or have already tried out and made the team. You also want to publish any off-season team events. So, like, we had a Halloween party. Um, we also had dinner. Um, and then other team other players have been posting things about different workouts. That's fine. Um, as a team owner, you want to evaluate last year's funding. So how did it go? Did you make a ton of money? Did you lose a ton of money? Where are you at? Did everything come out to zero and you're good to go? Um, you want to evaluate that because it and determine why it happened. And I'll be sharing more of that on the WFA owners page as well. What happened last year and how can you fix it or change it or make it better, right? Because even if you made a profit last year, you want to make more of a profit this year, okay? You want to also, as an owner, determine missing sponsorships uh, and pursue them. So if there were some sponsorship areas um, that you did not get last year, then you want to make sure... Um, first of all, I would, I would call back the sponsors that I had last year and see how, if they're going to come back as a sponsor again or not. For example, your chiropractor or your medical doctor, they may or may not want to sponsor you again this year, orthopedic surgeon, whatever. Um, they may or may not want to, um, do business with you again this year, but that way, you know, if you're already starting out with three or four sponsors, or are you starting from zero again? And then, um, so in October and November, you should hold an additional two 
to three tryouts if you need it. So that would be one towards the beginning of October, one towards the end of October, and another one in the middle of November. Um, a lot of people are doing theirs this week, which is would be the November 10th, which is perfectly fine. They probably won't do another one before Christmas. That's fine. Um, and then you want to determine hiring positions. So even if you think you have all your coaches taken care of, um, I would publish job postings for coaches and support staff now because you'll get some extras and you'll be able to be a little bit, feel more comfortable with having those. We have, I want to say we have, I may be wrong. We have either have 10 or 12 coaches um, this year. I think we're at 10 or 12 coaches. Um, we typically are between 10 and 12. Um, I know we're bringing on two new ones this year, so but I don't know um, if anybody's leaving. I don't think we have one intern that is not able to return. Um, two interns that are not able to return. Um, because of school related things. So you'll want to be able to get some positions like that available. So if it's not a job posting or it's an internship, go ahead and check that out. And then finally, you want to um, try and get as many tryouts done before the holidays. I typically don't do anything after like December 10th or 12th, um, depending on where the calendar lies. Let me just look at it real quick. So I would not do anything after December 14th, for sure. Um, I leave that all closed off um, and, and don't do anything there. Um, if you want to hold some sort of activity, that's fine. But typically you'll have minimal participation with people um, for the holidays. Now, with that being said, I always tell people, there are some players that the football team is their family. For some football players, the football team is their only family. So they may want to try and hold some sort of holiday function um, at somebody's house or somebody's um, apartment complex or something like that. Um, and then when that, while that's being said, you want to share some nutrition and diet um, options with the players because, you know, the holidays are coming up, so you, you want them to enjoy the holidays, but um, let them know what uh, you're expecting or your coaches are expecting with regard to nutrition, diet, and physical activity during the off-season. Um, and then, typically, we will prepare um, an event for volunteers uh, for the community, or we'll adopt a family, or we will volunteer um, at a homeless shelter, or volunteer to go... Um, take blankets to some people, something like that, okay? And then in December, um, we always take uh, December off. And when I say that, I talk about that. Um, typically, if there's any activities that we would hold through December 14th, we're not this year, but through December 7th. So from December 7th through um, January 4th, we don't do anything, Um but we also continue to evaluate what's going on. Like if we, if you're sitting there and you, you know, you thought you had 50 players, but you're only getting contacted by 28, then you may want to evaluate to be able to have 
one more last tryout that first week of January before you get into workouts. So um, knowing that ahead of time in November, that lets you know if you need to have a December 7th tryout and then a January 4th tryout because that may be needed, okay? Um, some people are already doing their final tryouts here November 10th this weekend, um, but some will still need to do them into January, okay? So let's talk about that from a player standpoint because not only do we have veteran players that are super excited for the coming season because they a lot of the veterans are like, oh, man, I miss it because they've been off of football for August and September and October, and they just want to go – they throw the ball around or play football or watch football or whatever. So a lot of our girls get together and try to get those get those activities done and then watch football. There's sometimes where Coach Mike will be like, everybody needs to go watch the football game between the, you know, the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys or whatever it is and, and look at play that happens in the third quarter at, you know, four minutes, whatever. And um, so that you can see different – um, positions on the football field. So, bam, what? Okay, so what else should the potential, or I guess you guys are already players, if you tried out and you're either veterans or you are players that just tried out and made the team. Now, veterans, I don't know about you, but um, our veterans participate in the tryout they actually get new times we want to look at their times and see um, how their times are um, just because you're a veteran doesn't mean that you're the best person for that position this year right you for example let's just say um, for example a player took on a position as linebacker last year because your team was short in linebackers but then this year you get three extra linebackers well then that person may be going and being a running back or, or something like that. So um, you just never know if a person is going to play the same position year after year. Um, there are some positions that typically the person plays year after year, but if you get a better person um, in that position or somebody gets injured, then sometimes people step up and, and play different positions. But so with that being said, people, um, players, hi, players, congratulations. This is the most awesome thing you could be doing, okay? Um, as players getting ready for women's football, I suggest that you try to learn as much as you can about women's football or football in general in this off season because um, once you hit camps in January, it's like opening the water hose and flooding your mouth with it, okay? Um, so I have created a Football 101 little book I think it's about 25 pages and I'm getting ready to do football 102 um, so I'm actually going to do I might I might do the whole book on next week's radio show just so you guys can have it on audio because it's going to be done on video um, so it's in right now it's in paper on paper in Google uh, I have it in a Google Doc um, you guys can download that at supersmallbiz.com and go to the football success and then go down to free resources. The first thing on there, I think, is the football 101 guide. 
click on it, it asks you for your email address and it will be sent right to your email. If you have a problem with it, you don't get it or whatever, let me know and one of my staff members will uh, get that to you. With that being said, um, I think next week on the radio show, I'm gonna do the Football 101 guide audio um, with some examples so that you guys can have it in an audio format so you can listen to it in your car a million times if you want to, okay? I think I'm gonna do that next, next uh, I think that's a good idea for next week's radio show. Anyway, um, so with that being said, um, you want to be conditioning, 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 conditioning. Okay, so what I always tell people, you know, line positions, uh, D-line and O-line, um, and Coach Mike, you probably heard him on the videos that we did, Though that type of position is going to want to sit in a squat position and watch TV. Practice doing those squats and practice biceps because you're pushing girls around. You're trying to keep them off your quarterback, right? Or as a D-line, you're going to try to push them down, knock them down, right? Um, or get through, or the D-line will try to get through the gaps to get to the quarterback, right? So the, the O-line is trying to keep them from getting the quarterback and the D-line is trying to get through, Okay. So you guys want to practice that stance because you're down in that stance a lot. So the more you can get used to that, when it comes January, February, March, you're not in pain. You're, you're in flow. You're um, catching uh, and throwing um, positions, repetition, 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 catching the ball, jumping, catching it, having a move, shake, you know, back and forth. Um, <laughs> shake and shimmy, <laughs> sorry. Um, you're wanting to get that, you know, you want to practice with the, the side to side moves and the back and forth moves because you want to get those ankles um, as strong as possible um, before you're putting a lot of pressure on them because it can cause injury. Um, it happens all the time. Um, so you want to make sure that you are in the best possible position to be able to get on the field in January. Running backs, linebackers, uh, corners, uh, corners, again, uh, practice, practice, practice. Um, the linebacker, I really like them to do um, eye, hand-eye, uh, not hand-eye, but uh, concentration exercises with trying to see where people are on the other side of the, right, on the other side of the, the ball. Um, and do that and be a quick reactor. Um, that's always fun. I think that's, a, that's a, a skill that some people just are born with or, well, have gotten better at, have adjusted and, and gotten better at throughout their years. So it takes a special person um, to be able to do that. With that being said, I don't want to forget safeties. Safeties are very similar in that watching the play progress and knowing where the ball is going to go because they're the last line of defense um, from a touchdown. So with that being said, I think it's very, very important for veterans and new players to learn about all of the positions on the field and what they do. Okay. Um, exercise for sure. Nutrition is good. Um, I really like it when um, 
linemen, D-line and O-line, you know, from their tryout to January, February. Um, I don't expect people to drop a bunch of weight. That's not what we're here for. And we love your bodies the way they are. But what I like to see is people that have toned up. Okay. So I have no problem with somebody that's 230, 240, 250, 300 pounds. But getting that toned up in in a good manner um, helps you do your job on the football field. I personally don't care what your weight is. And I don't think that the coaches do. But having that toned muscle in there, the more muscle tone you can have before January, February, March, the better and the easier time you're going to have on the field, right? Okay. With that being said, one of the other important things that I think, you know, players don't have a lot of control over, but I would suggest... Um, trying or making sure or however you want me to say this that you know when practices are going to happen what your responsibilities are what your attendance requirements are and how it's going to work with your team and your place of employment how do i say this nicely um i love everybody right i love all the players and everything um but there is a level of commitment that is necessary and required for you to be a good football player. Okay, now I know that there's some people on teams that have been on teams for 10 years. And they're the shit. And, so, and then there's some that have been on the team for 10 years and think that they never have to practice. I get it. I understand. But I will say, in order to be the best football player as a teammate and from a safety perspective is to be out there because not only there's a couple different things, it, it might not be as much to the 10 year veteran. It might not be as important to the 10 year veteran that they are at practice, but it is important to their teammates. And there's a couple reasons why mentorship and learning from that player, right? And recognition, visual recognition. So if I know that number 10 is always standing to my right, then I know I'm in the right spot, you know, as a, as a rookie. Uh, you know, I can feel better about my job and knowing where I need to go and what I need to do if I know number 10 is standing right there. If number 10 has been to four practices, then I have no clue if I'm in the right spot. I hope I am. You know, I hope I'm doing the right thing. But if we can get all those players to practice, and we understand that there are some things um, that, you know, you can't miss or you have work or whatever. Um, I, I stop the uh, excuse, unexcused absence and excused absence. I stopped that a long time ago. And when somebody tells or says to me that they can't make it to practice, I'll shake my head and say, okay. I'm not saying, okay, it's okay that you miss practice. I'm saying, okay, I heard you. Um, I don't think that there is any reason for anybody to miss practice. Um, uh, except for an unexpected emergency, of course, right? You know, child got hurt, going to the emergency room, somebody got in a car accident, all those kind of things. But you know from November, December, January, what days your 
practices are on. We hold our practices on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. I don't know if that's going to stay the same this year, um, talking to the coaches and making sure that's all taken care of. But typically your team will tell you in advance when the practices are. So what I'm telling you there is make sure that you take a little bit of time to try and make sure your um, work schedule and other commitment schedule is worked out. Because there are, you know, typically I would say, um, you know, I talked about tryout numbers and the percentage of people that stay in football and don't. Um, I would say that 10% of the people that leave you, 10%, it's because of work schedule. Okay. So you don't want to put up this money and you don't want to put up this time commitment and you don't want to buy all this equipment if you're not going to be able to play football. So it's kind of better for you just to say it outright in October. You know, I, I didn't realize that it was going to be such a time commitment. Because it is a big deal. It's a lot of stuff. Typically, we have practice Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. We expect girls to go to 70% of practices. So that means that's going to be four out of five practices is 80%. Three out of five practices is 60%. So you need to be going to four out of five and three out of five steadily to stay above 70%. Okay, I don't know how other teams do it. I stopped doing the excuse, unexcused and excused absence a long time ago. Um, and then our attendance goes from there. Um, however you, you know, can get to practice or whatever. We also have uh, film watching days, um, usually Wednesdays or Fridays. Um, so, and those are for an hour or two hours at a time. So, you're typically doing two to three to four hours a day, three to four days a week in season. Um, so it's very important for you to kind of get the foundational parts now. So I'll definitely, if it's not next radio show, it'll be the next one um, that I do the football 101. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about nutrition and diet. And um, as far as November and December, um, and if you guys have met me, um, I, I'm not a football player and I don't follow a strict diet. I try to stay as healthy as I can and I enjoy life. Um, with that being said, um, as a football player, there is nutrition and diet components that go into this. Um, typically the girls, um, follow their diets very strictly during football season um, and a lot of them, I'll tell you what, shout out to some of my girls um, that are so committed and, oh my gosh, um, I have some girls that lost 40 pounds over the off season, okay, just since August, okay, July or even maybe July, August, September, October, that's three months, like 90 days, some of these girls lost 30 and 40 pounds, Um and um, we have some wonderful girls on our team, but um, I don't want to point anybody out and embarrass anybody or anything, but um, nutrition is good. We understand that the holidays are coming, but you want to be ready to go in January, um, ready to rock and roll. So um, we give our girls kind of, we're going to send out um, nutrition um, documents um, and proposed diet information that we have. Um, some teams do, some teams don't. 
Um, for some teams, it's more, you know, women's football is more of a rec thing. And so this is more like um, your, your softball team on the weekend. So um, that's completely up to you guys. And it's completely up to each player, I would guess. I'm, I'm sure that there's nobody on any of these teams that are really like tracking their nutrition. Um, so with that being said, you know, um, nutrition and diet are important because it helps to um, get you guys in top condition for um, playing football and um, hitting and knocking around the girl on the other side of the ball. Okie dokie. So I hope that has given you guys um, kind of what to do, you know, this month, this month and next month for um, off season. Uh, we, if you don't have some preseason workouts, um, I will post some in uh, Women's Football Success um, Facebook group. So if you have not gotten on the Women's Football Success Facebook group, um, it's a closed group. Um, you have to go in there, request to be part of it, and you can get access to all the information. Okay? With that being said, so last but not least, crazy. I am so, so, so excited. Uh, we have a ton of things going on. So um, I haven't announced it yet. Two things I haven't announced. Okay. Um, fundraising opportunities. And, I forget the next one, I'm kidding, um, fundraising opportunities, and, oh, the class, the class, the class, okay, so, um, I haven't locked it in yet, so, okay, so, fundraising opportunities, so I'm going to post here in Women's Football Success, the opportunity, so we have a company, hold on, course I I hit the button and now it's a non-stop circle refreshing 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 okay let's see okay so we have a few people that what hold on sorry I just a sidetrack it said something about one of my football players commented on my attorney site and it's not, it's not the same thing. I was like, what? I didn't know she was an attorney. Okay. Real quick. Um, so fundraising opportunities. Okay. So check it out. So we have a company, um, that does vinyl t-shirts, etc. We are putting out, I think it's 20, 20 different designs. Might be 22, might be 24, but I'm going to say 20 different designs that we are going to share with the WFA teams and allow them, allow teams, allow players to buy the t-shirts at a discounted price if it's for a fundraiser, sell them to your friends, fans, and family. And then the team gets the money for the fundraiser. So um, I haven't kind of mapped out all the details. I have it in the back end. Um, 
but I'm going to start posting those designs on the Women's Football Success uh, group here in the coming days. So you guys will be able to do that. Um, if you are a player and you want your team or owner or whoever to get on board with this fundraiser, my guess is, is like t-shirts are going to be um, like a plain t-shirt just with a, something on the front is going to be about, um, you guys would sell for 15 bucks. Um, we would sell it to you for $8, $7.50, something like that. And then you would get to collect the 15 bucks and keep that money as your fundraiser. The way it would work is we would send you um, a fundraising packet where people can sign up to buy t-shirts. And then you guys can collect the money and then just send the money that's uh, required for the product. And that way you guys already have the money ahead of time. Does that make sense? So... We're going to be able to do that on sweatshirts. I think they said sweatshirts, long sleeve, t-shirts, um, and some sweatpants, I think. So um, not only can you make it with these 20 designs, but you can also customize it with the player's name and number on back. So that will be super cool. Um, it's a little bit more expensive to do that. You guys would charge probably 20 or 22 for a customized t-shirt. And so we would divide that in half and, and charge, um, what is that, 11 bucks or 10.50 or 10, something like that. Okay, but we'll get that all together here in the coming days. I just want to be able to share with that, that with you. The other thing that I want to share with you is a uh, class that I'm holding. Um, it's probably going to start probably Thanksgiving week, um, probably the I don't want to, I don't want to give exact dates. Hold on. Let me look at the calendar. It's probably going to start December 1st, December 2nd, December 1st, December 2nd. It's going to be a three to five day free class for potentially paid players. So those are people that are interested in becoming paid players and I'm going to teach you guys what it means and how it can impact your life to become a potentially paid player. Okay? Okay, so that'll pro probably be December 1st or 2nd when that class comes out. I'm holding off on that for a couple weeks. I have one, two, three weeks. Yeah, so one, two, three, yeah, three weeks um, to, to get that out to you guys to see who is interested in uh, being part of that free class, but that will be out um, in the coming weeks. I don't have much else to tell you guys. I'm super excited about what's going on um, in women's football. I'm super excited about what we have going on with women's football success. Um, the idea is to get this information out to you guys so that we can have the best league in 2020 that we've ever had. I mean, we have the best league all the time but we can get better and better and better every year. And that's really the goal. So if you guys have any questions for me, feel free to drop a line, um, either message me through Women's Football Success or message me through one of my other businesses. Um, or you can go to libertyellington at gmail.com and just email me through there. Okay.
Thank you so much. You guys have a great week and I will talk to you later. Thank you.